This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, yeah, good evening, everybody. Um, we're holding in the middle of the Psychal Chedak Sheni, which is which starts by listing all of the um, axioms that the uh, Aristotelians had, um, which they used to prove their points. I think we're holding by Hashloshasre. I, I didn't mind. It was my marker, Avram. I, I have a Hashloshasre in mind. Hashloshasre? Okay, no problem. Okay. So, so there are 26 axioms, 25 of which um, he agrees, the, the, the Rambam agrees to Aristotelians. The 26, he argues, but he's willing to grant them um, their point and still prove his point. The 11th one. Whenever you divide up something, so anything that's part of that, um, so for instance, if I have a black table, when I divide the table in half, I get two halves tables and two halves black. Like, like any type of um, physical associative property will split with the thing also. The says, On the other hand, something like the nefesh or the seichel which is also part of the goof, but if you split, if you split the goof into two, you do not get two nefashas or two seichels, you actually get none. Hashtem the twelfth one is, ki kol koyach sheimotzi mispashet b'guf u'baltachlis, yisagegashem Any type of force which is mispashet n'guf, and anything that has to associate with the goof like color and so on, has to be um, finite. In other words, once the once the, the I, I posited that every goof is finite, so anything which is an associative property of the goof um, has to be finite as well. Um, the uh, he doesn't say over here what about the you know what about something like a nefesh. Or something like that, which is associated with a goof, and um, I'm not sure about that. I, I mean, I'm not sure how he resolves it or how he puts it in. Okay, the next um, four um, axioms are going to deal with the um, with finite in terms and infinite in terms of change. In other words, he basically has eliminated the possibility of any body, any physical body being infinite and anything associated with physical body and so on. Now, what about the forces of change that we spoke about? He had said before there are four different types of change. There is um, essential change. In other words, something comes into existence or disappears. Um, two, there is the amount, more or less, big or smaller. There is um, change in qualities, uh, white, black, etc. And then there is change in location. 
Those were the changes he said before. So he says, No change can be continuous except for movement when it's circular. So let's talk about this because these are two points, two separate points, and, and, it, and these are points that will play a role later. Um, let's say it is natural for um, a, a, a certain type of carbon to disintegrate to a different type of carbon, a, a, um, a different isotope. So there will be continuous movement change, but it'll be unilateral. It'll be one directional. It's not going to go back and forth because whatever it is that, that directs the change in a certain direction is going to go in that direction. So um, change that happens, happens one way, and that's it. If things tend to become whiter with time or darker with time, then that change, again, will be unilateral. The only thing that's possible to keep going is movement, but in movement, there's also a big qualifier. Any movement that is linear, and he speaks about it later, is... Is but has to be um, finite. A, you just run about, you run out of uh, space to go to. You know, at some point, if you're going in one direction, if, if, if the world ends, sort of motion has to end as well. The only type of motion which can be continuous is going to be circular motion. Now, circular motion is something that fascinated them. And, and it's, that's why the heavenly bodies are so fascinating. And we'll see later because circular motion doesn't seem to have any rhyme or reason to it. Every motion has a rhyme or reason. I push something so it goes in a certain direction. An animal is running away from danger. It goes in a certain direction. An animal is running to food. It goes in a certain direction. I mean, those are all logical, um, you know, those are all logical motions. But to keep going on and on and on, is something that is um, not, uh, you know, not understood. Okay, Harbase, the 14th. This was, again, this is, this is talking, these, these uh, axioms are all talking about motion. Motion, he listed four types of motion. And motion in place is the first and the primary motion. In other words, let's give an example. Um, th- this table was not was black before, now becomes white with time. So something pushed the black aside, something moved something or other, and, and so on. And any type of change, even essential nature, where something is born or disappears, meant it's something changed. Something causes something to change. The sun's rays cause, um, cause certain colors to fade. Um, water cause, causes certain things to run off and so on. So something that's changing had to come into proximity with that which is being changed. And the same thing with 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 growth 
and 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 you know become big or small, whatever it is, something disappeared. So if 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 a plant becomes bigger, something came into being that wasn't there before. If a plant becomes smaller, like it shrivels up and dies, something left it. So at the end of the day, um, emotion in place. And today we can also understand that within a cell itself, the motion of one chemical to another chemical created that change. Um, it's it's um, it, it's one of the reasons why, um, you know, when people ask what is absolutely necessary for life, so oxygen is obviously not correct. There are anaerobic organisms that live without oxygen. So they could live with their, it's not, it's not that there's something absolutely vital about oxygen. What's vital is a fluid and water being the, the, the mother of all fluids. That's, that's the best, but it's a fluid because life requires change. And the only place that in solids, you can't really have change. Um, so you need to have um, a fluid because change happens um, by motion, which is possible only in a liquid. Okay. Chamesh Esrei, the 15th axiom. Ki hazman mikro nimshach achatnua b'davekima. Time is a um, is an associate, associate quality of motion. You don't have motion without time or time without motion. You find motion movement only in time. And time is only possible with motion. Anything that has no motion does not fall under time. So the part, part of this is extremely intuitive that um, that without motion there is no time is kind of intuitive. Imagine, let's take a simple example. Imagine I have a picture of somebody um, 50 years ago. So if I show somebody a picture, when I say that this picture is 50 years old, I, I, I mean it was taken 50 years ago. I, it, it could be that the ink faded, but the people inside it didn't change one bit in the picture. I mean, it certainly changed from experience. I can tell you that the 50 years it do change, but, but the, the, the change in the picture, you know, as a flat picture doesn't change. It doesn't, nothing happens. Time is meaningless. So if I tell you this picture is 50 year old picture, so it doesn't tell me anything about what what's going on in the picture. It tells me when it was snapped. It tells us something about real life. In other words, a world that's totally frozen, then time is meaningless. If if we how do we measure time? If you think about it through some motion, a spring of a clock unwinding, uh, a quartz something ticking, uh, an an atom um, letting loose. Is something or other, it, it, it always has to be associated with motion because time is the measure of motion in a certain sense. So understanding that without motion, time is not possible makes a lot of sense. In a world where nothing changes, what does it mean? It was a day old, five days old, 10 days old. 
but um, the other way around, that there is no motion without time, it's harder to understand um, what that means exactly. Um, you know, being that we, we haven't really identified what time is, what motion is, we're familiar with. Time is, is a process and it's a change. So, you know, to kill it for us, time is the, is the description of motion. But to the other way around, I'm not sure. But I'll go point in time and motion are tied to each other and, um, and, and firmly one without the other does not exist. Hashesha Street is 16. Kikolma Can I ask a question? Um, with, with regards sure. to uh, whichever, whichever uh, I'm, I'm being non-specific, I don't know which one it would refer to, either either Olam Abba or Lassi Lava or whatever whatever you, whatever you call it. Um, did I freeze? You still there? Oh, okay, you were frozen. I can't, Alex, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Is this better? I think my computer froze. No? Speak again. You, you, you were very broken before. Could you try again speaking? Can you, can you hear me now? Is this better? Now it's better, yeah. With, with, uh, yeah, better, Lavo or with Olamaba, whatever it is, when we are with Hashem, so to speak, when we have, uh, there's, there's, so to speak, not, there's almost no change, but as I understand, there's some change to be had. But is there time going on in that, uh, whatever dimension, whatever type of existence yes. that is, is time applicable? So, um, the, the Ramchal describes that there's a constant growth um, and the, 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 um, the logic behind it is HaKadosh Baruch Hu is infinite. So the road to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is really infinite. And we describe it in terms of Elavashvi, Elavachi, Elavasiri. So there are numbers associated with it. And, and, and in as much as you find the Shayn's Chazal, Tzadikim Ela Menucha, not, not this world, not the other world, so it means that there is a constant progression. And the logic behind this control is infinite, then the pathway to him must also be infinite. Okay. Hashesha said, it's 16. Something that is not a physical reality cannot, it does not have um, it cannot be counted unless it's associated. So I can say we have 25 wonderful neshamas in the room over here. Um, I got to the number 25 neshamas because I have 25 bodies, and each body is associated with a neshama. Neshamas themselves are uncountable. So what we're really doing is we count the, the um, bodies that they're associated with. The only way we can count malachim is when we talk about the causes. So this malach is, is in charge of a fool, and this malach is in charge of this, and about this. So we can count it that way. But malachim atzman are not countable because anything that's conceptual and doesn't exist really as a physical being counting. So for instance, 
if I say there's three justices, justice, I don't mean a, a, a judge, I mean um, the concept of justice, the concept of beauty, that doesn't mean anything. They're not countable. Um, so the only way I count malachim is once a malach has been associated with a particular um, effect that, that it has, or something like that, then, then it takes on some meaning. Okay, the next few axioms are going to be about um, uh, cause of motion, cause of a koach um, al In other words, any transition, the cause of transitions, this is sort of a step after motion. Motion is a transition. We just said we just had different um, inyanim about that. Now we're going to speak about um, transitions and the need for a cause for transition. Anything that moves must have something to move it. Either it's an external force, like a stone that's being thrown by the, by the hand, or it has internal motion, like an animal, an animal is both what moves the animal and what is moved. And therefore, the, when the soul goal departs, which is really the force that, that, that moves it, so that which was moved, the body remains. But it stops moving because the thing that's moving it is gone. Because the life force is something that's not seen. So they, they, they would think that an animal does not have something to move it. And if that's a true, it simply means you have the object moving and the and the force moving it internal. So really all it is is a special case where it's like the engine in the car. The car is moving, the engine is moving it, but for the outside, you just sees a car. No, a car consists of something that's being moved and something that's moving. Anything that's potential that becomes actualized had to have a catalyst of some sort to make that happen. This must be external to it. Um, if, 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 um, so let's let, let's understand it. If something has if something has potential, and this potential, so for instance, let's say I have gasoline, and gasoline has potential to burn. If I see the gasoline burning, something must have made done that because if not. Then, then, then no gasoline would exist because it would always burn up. If, if potential was able to realize itself without an outside agent, it could never exist as potential. It would immediately um, burn itself out. You have some things that, you know, some chemicals that are highly unstable 
And as soon as you make them, they, they bubble away or they, they explode or, or something or other. So those don't exist except under laboratory conditions because by definition, it's a type of material that when it exists, it explodes. So, uh, you know, if it doesn't need a match or, or whatever it may be to make it explode, it should have realized itself. Um, and if let's say the 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 thing has an internal force, like a, let's say a bomb, but it has uh, a, a something stopping it, and all you have to do is take that out. So once again, in so whoever took that away had to bring it out. So whenever you have something that has potential and it is and is now in a state of having realized its potential, it must have had an external agent by definition. Because if it doesn't need an external agent, then potential would never remain potential. Anything that has a cause to its existence, or let's say it's coming into being is contingent on something, may or may not exist. Um, that's almost uh, just uh, it's almost a tautology. If something needs something to exist, then it may or may not come into existence because the thing that it needs may or may, or may not be around. That, that's quite a simple one. That, that, that's uh, Pasha. It's 20 is, is, is the bigger Kiddush. Ha-Eshim, she-kol mechuyva metziyiz v'pchiris atzmoy, in simon tzusaklav loy v'shuminyin. Anything that has in itself anything that's defined as something that um, is is an existence that must be um, an innate existence does not have a reason for its existence. Now, the obvious candidate for this is a Kaddish Baruch um, in, in other words, by definition, if I say something's ex- something exists because it exists, but let's let's give a, a marshal because this is it's like all the things that, that that it's very hard to imagine because we're not acquainted with anything like it. Imagine I walk into a room. I walk into this room, and there's a table here, there's firm here, and stuff like that. So the question: Where did this table and firm come from? Is a good question. And the answer is so-and-so schlepped in the, 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 the table, so-and-so ordered this forum, so-and-so delivered this forum, and so on. Let's say I walk into the room and there's nothing here. And I ask, from whence does all this nothingness come from? So, I, you know, it's, it's a, somebody would say, you know, have you started your New Year's Eve early this year? Because that, 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 what kind of question is that? It's like, I mean, what do you mean, where does nothingness come from? Nothingness exists. Nothingness is nothingness. And, and, and that's it. There's, you, you know, you, you're, you're whacked out if you, if you ask, where does nothingness come from? Because nothingness doesn't need anything to exist. So you don't need to cause nothingness. Um, so that would be some, so when we speak of Shorba Kuiva Metzias, 
So just like the question, where does this nothingness come from, is, is an irrelevant question. It's what I call the computer illegal operation. And because this is the default Metsias, is the same thing. So, so, so something which is does not need a cause for it. And the, 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 they, this is the, 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 um, the philosophers also had such a postulate and we'll see later possibly what, what they use it for. But this, this is something which gives us, it's, it's most, most usually applied to Baruch And the 21st. Now, now is going to be a few, um, a, a few axioms about her cover, things that are um, things that are uh, a combination of different things, a complex, uh, a complex organism, or entity is a better word. Anything that consists of two things. In other words, it's lowest salt. Salt consists of chlorine and sodium. The, the combining it is something that gave it its metzias. Because until the salt and chlorine got together, until the, the sodium and chlorine got together, there was no salt. So, by definition, something which consists of a compounded object, substance, cannot be because by definition, um, it, it's not. And cannot be something which is compounded because it needed to be compounded. Sodium exists on its own. Chlorine exists on its own. The only way we got salt was by combining it. Hashayim Vesel, 22nd. I'm sorry? How is this different than the than Chayas Ray? It needs a Siba. The, the Harkova is the Siba. But, but, but it's true, except we're talking about things that we only see as a Harkova. And in other words, we see it L'Chatchila um, as a Dava Murkov. It's not we see people making it. And like a plant, a tree, something that has an inherent hair cover. So without having noticed someone putting it together, the very fact that it's a murkav, this is going to be obviously um, a, a way to prove that Baruch Hu is echad. In the sense, it's, it cannot be subdivided. If, because if Akash Baruch Hu was hair cover, it wouldn't be Mkwe Vamitsiyas. It, 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 it could be included in one before, but it's... it's 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 a more specific example of something that you see that being it's a work of automatically tells you what has to be. Um, Every geshem consists of two things: anything physical, um, the the uh, the the reason is because it has chaymer and tzura to it. And therefore, you automatically have some sort of combination. Um, and also carries some sort of property. It has some color. It has some sort of feel to it. 
the two things that actually give it a physical um, physicality is the type of uh, ancillary auxiliary type of um, in Yarnim are Kamos Trunavanacha. So, since every physical object consists of various elements, it's Balkarcha going to be um, a Murkav. Hasholish verse 230. Um, something that is Bekorach may or may not realize itself. In other words, it is, it's realizing itself is not assured. And again, this is a corollary of what he said before of needing an outside agent. So if you see a seed, the seed may or may not um, become a tree at some point. Anything that is bekoach um, is going to be, um, it must be physical because anything that transcends Choma, what we call Surin of Dallas, is what it is. It doesn't change. So therefore, we, we will call it, it realizes itself. A malach is what it is. A human being is a baby and can become an adult and, and so on. So anything that's bekoach echad, if it's if 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 the property we assign to it is um, it's that it's bekoach, it's potential, it's going to have to be alchaimah. Achomish ve'esrim shascholus ha'etzem amurka ve'ishi achomah v'atzura v'efshim bulti poyel. So um, the 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 uh, even the simplest. Um, Type of physical element consists of chametzura, and therefore needs someone to have brought into this world. What's that? Meinia, heinia noisi at shechin el kabelatzura. Somebody had to prepare. Since it's a murkav, somebody had to put the tzura onto the chamer. But meinia karva mechen chamer ish echad v'yischayev mikan. So, so we have to ask ourselves, every physical object, being that it consists of two elements that are brought together, a and a tzura, we need to ask ourselves, who was it? And if I can say all of Aristotle's points boil down to one thing, um, matter, physical matter, cannot affect itself. So all this boils down to what's the first um, element, what's the first item that actually, um, that what's that which moved everything? In other words, the answer to to the existence uh, of of matter cannot lie within the matter itself. That is what he says. We'll hold it here. We'll leave over. So 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 we have the twenty five 
Um, you saw those 25 passes that he agrees with. The 26 we'll see next time and go right to Hashem, which is the eternity of the world and um, the, the, the eternity of, 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 of matter. And, and he's again, he will cons- he'll, he will allow Aristotle to keep that point and still prove what he wants to prove. That's going to be the, 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 the mahalo. Okay. Good. So with Chavez.